This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. It's something for the weekend. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Joining me, as usual, for something for the weekend to get us primed for Villa's fixture against Palace, Mr. Chris Bird. Hello, Welcome mate. back. How you doing? Uh, all good. Bit of a uh, strange week, but uh, looking forward to next week. And uh, I don't know, after that Everton game, am I looking forward to these uh, end-of-season fizzle-out beach games? I don't know. The flip-flop derbies. Unfortunately, nobody's allowed at the moment to travel uh, to beaches. Uh, hmm. Right, uh, let's get into uh, this something for the weekend. Uh, this is the show where we just uh, have a quick, quick, quick catch up and update on things. Although the, the last main show, 147, was only released uh, literally like 24 hours ago. But uh, that was pre-Everton nil-nil. But uh, for the real My Old Man Said experience, uh, do uh, check that out if you haven't already. Right, we like to start proceedings with a Villa Minute, where we go through the Villa Week in a Villa Minute. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm not on the beach just yet, anyway. Uh, I always say, let's get the stopwatch out, but it's actually, as most people, it's it's a mobile phone. It's a bit of a lie. We need to go really, analogue, really. Go all, go all old school. Yeah, no, I, I, I used to have uh, one of those with you know that you pressed on the top. And the second hand spun round. But anyway, this will this will have to do. Short notice. Right. Uh, are you ready? I am. Let's go. It was the week where a Villa Park doubleheader would effectively decide which half of the table Villa would finish in. The main question of the first encounter with Manchester United was which minute would Ali Solskjaer's men get their token penalty? Naturally, 
they waited until after Villa took the lead with a Traore worldie. As soon as the penalty was awarded, you knew it was curtains for Villa. Smith's inner Villa fan comes out after the game when he says, I'm fed up of talking about dubious penalties against Manchester United. Ollie Watkins' red card was the icing on the anguish cake. Without Watkins in the following game against Everton, Villa were always going to struggle to have any bite against the Toffees. A lackluster 0-0 draw, lacked the intensity of the first encounter, but at least Villa fans got to see the return of Captain Jack. Martinez keeps his 15th clean sheet to equal Brad Friedel's 2010-11 record. Villa were now in the season having lost more games at Villa Park than they have won. The good news though, Villa's record their highest Premier League points to a return in 11 years. Ooh, up the Villa. Just inside, just inside the one minute mark, up the Villa indeed. Right then, uh, what's the main talking point since last we spoke? Uh, I think the prime thing is, which... uh, I think most Premier League clubs will uh, uh, have a sigh of relief as the Premier League have announced it has renewed a 4.8 billion TV rights deal with existing partners, Sky BT, Amazon, etc., avoiding an auction, which uh, most people believe would have led to hundreds of millions being wiped off the value of the next deal. I think they're talking about maybe potentially 500 million plus drop, which... That's going to make a huge it, difference to clubs' finances, wouldn't it? Well, it's, there's also the trickle-down, isn't there, to yeah. uh, the lower league clubs. Their pot would be diminished, and that is the main talking point. I think the championship for the EFL are actually not happy about this uh, in terms of the re, uh, the distribution. I think the Football Supporters Association are okay with it because you know this could have been so, so much worse uh, at this time, and it does make things, let's say, stable in the short term. Mm-hmm. The steel spans from uh, 2020 to 2025 season uh, I think it includes an extra 100 million that will be provided over the next four years only and will uh, be distributed uh, amongst the football era, uh, football community particularly vulnerable uh, to the impacts of COVID-19 but we'll, we'll look through the minutiae of detail I think the government still have to sign off on this or something but uh, because there's some I- issues surrounding it but we'll look at it in more detail in, in the main show the upcoming main show uh, in other news uh, Anwar Al Ghazi is in the provisional squad for for the Euros for Holland, so congrats to him. I think is their season over. I think it's still bubbling, but uh, the England yeah, squad will be announced. Yeah, it's virtually. I think it's virtually over. Obviously, Ajax have already wrapped up the league, haven't they? So yeah, so you know, obviously, good timing for Grealish to get back because uh, Southgate's going to have to uh, make his decision as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't do him any harm that even though he's been injured, at least uh, Southgate's been chatting to him uh, over the last few weeks, unless he's two faced and yeah, he well. said, "Well, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, no, you'll be in the team. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry, we'll get you in there." And then, like you know, when he decides, and eh, actually, fuck him. I think you. <laughs> He'll be in the squad, won't he? He'll be definitely in the squad. And as we said in previous pods, whether he you know becomes a starter or not, that's going to be open to debate. And yeah, Smith said he's point. not he's not going to start against Palace. Uh, yeah. Or that's the early indications, anyway. I mean, you, you know what Smith is like with his uh, mind games. Uh, they're a bit kind of uh, I don't think they're super sharp mind games. But uh, uh, when he came on, I thought he looked quite bright. I think he maybe blew a little bit later on. He certainly I mean, gave it, the game a little bit of spark, didn't he? Just just because he yeah. you know within about you know a couple of minutes he had about four Everton defenders around him 
Yeah, no, it's it was kind of uh, a throwback straight away. So it's almost uh, a shame he didn't have someone to just bounce off, you know, like a little a little foil just to scheme with. And you never know if he could have, you know, if if he had someone doing the running for him, he could have actually done a little bit more. But we didn't deserve to win that yeah. game anyway. Yeah, well, we'll we'll uh, see what happens in uh, the Palace game. I think uh, it's kind of a weird one where it's like, well, you know, he'll you know, come on again against Palace and then probably get a full game uh, against Chelsea and Spurs. It's almost like it's just the rest of the season is just prepping Grealish for. England international duty yeah I I suppose if we were playing for something still then you know I'd be on here saying look I don't give a damn about international it's about you know we've got to either survive or we've got to get in Europe and this is what Mm -hmm. we need Grealish for but in this case it's like well you know we're not doing anything so uh, what the hell yeah prepare him for England at your will I mean, the final week of the season, there's pretty much zero permutations. Everybody's relegated, aren't they, really? Yeah, obviously City have won it. We know Manu will be second. Obviously, it's a bit of a shootout between Leicester and Chelsea. Well, A, for the FA Cup, and then for who will be third or fourth. But I, I can't see anybody else breaking well, what into about, fourth place. What, not even Liverpool? No. I, th- I think I think the teams who are in there will get the results they need. Uh, well, Liverpool have got game in hand as we speak. Four points off, game in hand. Chelsea have got to play Villa. True. Oh, you forgot about that, didn't you? Forgot about that. I'd rather Chelsea have it all done and dusted, though. To be honest with you, Chelsea. I think Chelsea know they fucked up against Arsenal, didn't they? That was kind of their game to just really put it over the line. And Tuchel came out after the game and said, "Oh, I've I've, I've really fucked up here. I made, you know, I selected the wrong team, and they were poor." Yeah, because uh, if Chelsea need something from that Villa game, well, they'll probably get it. I mean, if uh, but they won't want to be uh, huffing and puffing, obviously, with the Champions League final. uh, But if Liverpool do uh, jump them. I don't know who, uh, what their fixtures are, but then uh, suddenly Chelsea. I'm, I'm not thinking about Villa now. I'm thinking about Chelsea will have to probably try a bit extra for that uh, the Champions League final to uh, get back in the Champions League next season. So that might liven that game up a bit. Although they've got the Indian sign over Manchester City at the moment. Mm. I mean, to be fair, Liverpool have actually got some quite nice games to finish the season. They've got West Brom who are already down, Burnley who have got nothing to play yeah. for, and Palace last game. So in terms of Liverpool hoping for you know an easy run of games, they've already done the, you know, the heavy lifting of going to Old Trafford and getting the win. So you never know, they could, they could, they could sneak in. That's what I'm proposing, because you said it was a close shot, but I don't think so just yet, because Chelsea, Chelsea have got to go to Villa Park. But as you said in uh, the Villa minutes, uh, Villa have actually lo- will end the season losing more at Villa Park than they have won. and uh, As most clubs have. Well, the, the home records, it, it's quite funny. If you have a look at home and away league tables, the away form looks like the home form of teams. Because, you know, for example, you've got Manchester City, one thirteen, drawn three, lost one. Manchester United, one eleven, drawn seven, lost zero. Leicester, one eleven, lost two. Everton, one eleven, lost three, etc., etc. Home, Manchester City have lost four. West Ham, second place, lost five. Spurs in the home form table, lost five. Chelsea lost four. Man United lost six. Liverpool lost six. Leicester lost eight. It's crazy. Imagine it's it. like... It's like an away table. The whole league is turned on its head. You know, you take out fans and you're thinking, well, that's the main thing that gives you home advantage. So you, you expect like a new, you know, it turns it, let's say, neutral. You expect a bit of a 50-50. But for the away form table to be looking like a traditional home form table and it completely flipping it is, you know, maybe some listeners, if you're listening to this, what do you think are the theories for that? Because I think Phil Shaw said in the main podcast, well, you know, you still have... That the, home the familiarity of your own stadium. The familiarity, yeah. Change room, blah blah blah. You've played on the pitch, you know, you know, you know how it goes, and yet that's doesn't seem to be a factor at all. 
I mean, my, my own, my sort of personal view of that is I think when you play away from home, you have the sort of the camaraderie that you're traveling as a group and then potentially the intensity that that brings, whereas players obviously arrive dribs and drabs. It's not quite the same. It's a slightly more relaxed atmosphere when you play at home. I wonder if that intensity of playing away from home and feeling more focused sort of you know, focuses the mind essentially. And as we, and we discussed, didn't we, in Project Restart, that in game, when you get those momentum switches where, you know, a big tackle or a chance or whatever happens and, and then the fans can get behind you at home, you don't get that. So I think teams can, it's maybe easier to weather, weather the storm. Yeah. Also, I think some of these teams are built for the uh, away, you know, counter-attacking you know, Leicester, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Even Villa, to be fair, at, at moments this yeah. season. Yeah, so that's part of it as well. So it may be a, the way football's transition in never mind uh, the support situation. Right, anyway, in other news, uh, the ballots have uh, been done for the Chelsea game. So uh, if you really wanted to go to that and you're a season ticket holder, then uh, hopefully you got got it. Uh, Bud's in like Flynn. So, I'll uh, be there. Very fortunate. Well, I say int- that now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I haven't bothered because I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't a you know a the whole COVID thing, but mainly it's like it's it's like a kind of a test event, isn't it? Of uh, a quarter quarter of a crowd, you know. Yeah, it's going to be a bit ghosty, and there's so many restrictions and so much protocol and everything. And yeah. Uh, and then, and then you see the price and you think, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm spending 45, 50 quid to... Jump through so many hoops. Mm. And that's what's... I think I might, if it's a nice sunny day, then I might head up there because there's a few people heading up there who's, who aren't going to the game just for, you know, some beers out in the sun, so to speak. Yep. And it looks like the fork, the long-term forecast is good for that. So it could be that Aston Park's the place to be. Yeah, no, exactly. But, you know, also it's a, it's a dead rubber game, so uh, it's a bit, it'll be a bit of well, a... Well, it is for us. <laughs> I think uh, if everything goes well uh, in terms of COVID, the first home game back uh, next season will be... Uh, That'd be brilliant. The return. You, you wonder if they'll have a domestic friendly first, just as a bit of a test before they go into Premier League action, though. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Probably. Uh, meanwhile... Steve Bruce, manager of the month. Wow. Normally, normally when managers leave Villa Park, they just disappear into the abyss. Yeah. Where is <laughs> Remy Gard? <laughs> never, never to be heard of again. Where, where is Tim Sherwood? Where is Remy Gard? Roberto Di Matteo, did you say? Yeah, Alex McLeish. Uh, Paul Lambert, has is he, is he still got a job? To be honest, I haven't been following Newcastle's uh, progress, but Newcastle all I know is... Newcastle have done well, to be fair. Since they got their big players back, you know, they got Callum Wilson back, they got Son Maximan back, and they've got the results they needed. You've you got to say fair play, because they were looking yeah. bang in trouble at one point, and then they put four on the bounce, or three three wins on the bounce, pulled them, pulled them out of the bottom. Because I just presume those bottom three clubs would not win enough to get themselves out of trouble, so it didn't really matter what Newcastle and, and others uh, did, as nah. long as they picked up the odd win or two they'd be pretty safe uh, meanwhile Lingard was uh, player of the month uh, which was kind of s- symbolic of his uh, resurgence rise because right? I'd written him off as just some kind of uh, you know he had his moments in the sun and I just thought he kind of bought into the whole footballer lifestyle a bit too much and uh, well it turns out he'd had a lot of personal problems at home hadn't he with his family and yeah. whatnot and he's sort of got his head back in the right place and he's played well you know, he's, yeah, he's given and- them a real shot in the arm and uh, uh, just as Lingard came to the party with West Ham, we, you know, our loan signing vanished. Yeah, he's got that, uh, you know, for a young player in terms of attitude and hunger. He's, he's similar to like Watkins, like nothing's a lost cause. Yeah. And uh, he's managed to, you know, that, that little bit of edge, it's like a little extra two or three percent. And, you know, you, you, I've only kind of seen bits and bobs of him uh, in the last kind of few weeks, but you've seen goals that wouldn't have happened yeah. if it was just he's, somebody he's else. a live wire, isn't he? Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, on a, was that the, you gave me a side note thing yeah, about this was a little inflation? Random, yeah, this was a random stat that came up this morning. I saw um, when the, the Premier League started, obviously in ninety two, ninety three, the UK annual salary was around fifteen thousand. This is normal people. Yeah, isn't normal it? people. Yeah. By twenty nineteen, that had doubled to just over thirty. But if UK salaries had um, increased at the rate that football salaries increased, the UK average salary would now be four hundred and thirty-seven thousand and eighty-four pounds. I mean, can you imagine that? How, how society would Everyone's be? Everyone's four hundred grand a year. Everybody's driving around in a Lambo. Well, but with the price <laughs> of Lambos go up with it. It were yeah, more than likely yeah, because that's how they get you. It's. Uh, yeah. Oh God, you're only on four hundred grand a year. You're fucking skinned. Yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is the it's thing. Everything else would go up because these luxury brands. That's how they get you. It's it, they don't cost that much to make. It's just like right. We need to pitch it at this certain level. What can we get away with? Yeah. Crazy numbers, though, isn't it? That yeah. No, it's uh, it is insane, and it just puts it all in perspective. Uh, in terms of uh, the Palace game, as as I uh, said on the previous uh, something for the weekend, we're not that bothered about uh, doing previews because they're dead. As soon as that game kicks off but we've decided we'd do a, a fat stat or two on uh, Villa's next game which is against Palace uh, what have we got for you I think uh, the rebirth of Benteke would would have to be uh, considered fat he's certainly recently hasn't he, he sort of just s- snuck himself back in the party but sorry fat as in P-H-A-T 
But yeah, so nine, he's played 19 games. Nine of those have been substitutes and he scored eight goals. I mean, I asked uh, Chris before the show uh, to guess how many uh, goals Ben Teke had scored this season and he said three and I thought, yeah, that's pretty much what most people would have guessed because they know he's you know he's popped up with a with a couple at least uh, recently but eight shows i think they're all towards the end of the season suggests that uh, maybe he's uh, got it a little bit of his mojo back mm. That's not a bad you know, uh, ratio for a striker who's been so out of form for years. however many years it's been. Yeah, <laughs> I still can't believe what happened to him. It's Going shame, from one of the best players we've seen in in recent uh, history at Villa, so, potentially at that point, you know, one of the best young strikers in Europe. You look at you know, him and Lukaku and the and the sort of the emergence and decline yeah. of the pair of them was just crazy. Because at that point in time. When he was at Villa, you were thinking you'd take in terms of the Belgium national team because that was the that was the interesting battle that he had there was they would play with one striker. Well, they'd start with one striker, so it was either him or Lukaku. And, and you, when you were watching both of them, you think, well, I, I think Benteke is more. He's got more of an all-round game. Yeah. And then he went to Liverpool, and it's almost like they just uh, killed him. They just drained him of that all-round game. And yeah. every time I spoke to Liverpool fans, they were just saying, I don't understand why we just signed this big man to get on the end of crosses and stuff. It's like, that's not Benteke, mate. You, you, you need to watch and learn. But going back to uh, that home record uh, stat, uh, Crystal Palace, because we are obviously playing uh, at their patch, 14th best home record in the league. They've won five out of 17 uh, home games at the moment. Wow. Uh, that's in the season. But when you look at it in terms of 2021, their form over the whole year, home and away, we, Aston Villa are actually 14th uh, for the year two th- fixtures in 2021 and Palace are 15th, one point behind. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is uh, a match. It's not looking like it's going to be exciting, is it? <laughs> Judging well, by the two, Everton two game. two teams <laughs> who haven't been great for a while, is it? Yeah, so this is two teams. Uh, well, Palace are always think, around. Yeah, Watkins won't have enjoyed having to sit in the stands there. That's something he hasn't had to do this season. So he'll have been more than frustrated, but at least he'll have had a little bit of a breather and be fresh and hungry. Yeah, and he's still fighting for an outside chance of getting in that England squad. So that could be the difference in games like this is... Mm-hmm. If one of your top men who happens to be the main, you know, your main attacking threat is still he's still up at the races, yep. then that could be the difference against Palace. And as we were saying, for some reason, teams just aren't functioning at home. And this could be uh, maybe uh, if we were going to win one of the last three, this is the, probably the one. I mean, I'm not saying we're just going to win one, but uh, this is the favourite one of all the games that we can potentially... Uh, I think if we play as well as we did against Everton in the first Everton game, I think we win this game. Yeah, I'd like to, th- I'd like to think so. Right, let's uh, get out of here. But before we go, just quickly, uh, a burning question. Uh, these are uh, questions that were asked uh, of the uh, the show that we do, uh, the My Old Man Said Patreon podcast channel, the Mad Few, uh, which uh, just dropped... Uh, uh, earlier this week, this uh, question uh, we we answered with, uh, with three of us, but we'll just do it again uh, for the sake of this show. Oh, by the way, if you want to become a, a My Old Man Said patron and get access to extra podcast shows and Match Club, which will be meeting uh, yet again for the Palace game, uh, just go to myoldmansaid.com and uh, check out the patron link on the menu bar. Right, sorry, the burning question to finish it on. Andy Soden asked... Would we miss Douglas Louise that much if City activated their buyback? He was all right against Everton. I thought he played well against Everton. We've we've seen sort of flashes in the second half. We haven't seen the consistency that we saw in the first half of the season or Project Restart. But I think there's a there's definitely a good player there. It's about finding the best way to to get the best out of him, which is similar to a lot of our midfielders. Same as same as McGinn. 
in answer, yes. You've hit the nail on the head there uh, in terms of, I don't think it's necessarily a Douglas Louise issue here. It's getting that midfield right the combination. across the board, the cold combination of it and how it uh, interacts with the uh, the back four as well. Because when it was when it was clicking, he was looking smooth because yeah, he knew exactly right what he was doing, knew where he was. Uh, and he was breaking up play pretty well as well in certain terms of his timing, etc. But now where when our midfield has just been disjointed and it's going back, you know, going going forward, it doesn't know what it's doing. So, you know, Louise doesn't know where he kind of fits into that. And it creates uncertainty, I think, across, you know, within his mind, in McGinn's mind. And so that needs to just like uh when the season broke up last season before Project Restart, Smith had and his generals had to sit down to work out the defence. I think uh, whatever break they have uh while the Euros are on, they've got to sort out how does this midfield function and what's the best combination and do we need extra bodies in there? Which you wouldn't be surprised to see or if, you know, Mr. Sanson is, you know, going to step up and be the player that they, they want him to be. I don't quite know how they see yeah. that going or if they just brought him in as a bit of squad depth. Who knows? Who knows? Smith in his pre, uh, pre-match in press conference for the Everton game was actually, uh, seemed quite bullish about the kind of players that we uh, perhaps will be getting in uh, during the summer. I'd li- I'd like to be surprised. Yeah, he said he's uh, he-, he said he's excited and he thinks supporters will be excited as well. Ooh, he's hoping. Uh, but to answer the question, yes and no. No, I like to go definitive. Would we miss that much? I I would say no, I, but at the mo- this is only at the moment. I think this is a player that's still, you know, yeah. early 20s. Yeah, he's- you're not going to see the best of him for another couple of seasons. I mean, it might, dare I say, we might not actually ever get to see the very best of him because he might, you know, if he gets that good, he might get a move elsewhere. But as things stand, you could say I that think, about anybody, yeah, though, couldn't you? But I, th- I, th- I think his, his best years are still ahead of him. So, but we've seen little bits of what he can do. It's the same with a few of these guys, same as El Ghazi. If they can get consistency into their game, then we've got one hell of a player. But I think uh, Louise has got more upside than somebody like El Ghazi because I think El Ghazi you kind of see what the limits are uh, mm-hmm. but this guy I think we've we've seen that this could be the you know the solution in that position mm-hmm. but it might work in our favor in terms of th- what the question is uh, that he's been a bit itty bitty because it, it'll make City think twice about this yeah and it might just throw them in that yeah well let's, let's just we'll let's go just elsewhere go, let's go and drop uh, eight, 90 grand uh, 90 million on this issue Instead, oh, good. They've they've stabilised and uh, extended the uh, the football uh, TV broadcast deal, so, getting, <laughs> so we can go and buy uh, another midfielder. And we've already got away with our FFP problems. Yeah. So I, I don't think we'd miss him as we know him at the moment, because if Villa are on the upward curve, they've got to keep adding to quality. But Louise, at his age, if he uh, continues, I think uh, he should blossom once uh, Villa's midfield uh, finds. Uh, yeah, finds the way yeah. forward. Right, I think that's it. Uh, please do uh, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you are listening to it on now, especially if it's at Apple and uh, Spotify. Do follow uh, the show also on uh, Twitter at my old man said. And uh, if you're a my old man said patron, then we look forward to speaking to you Sunday, isn't it? The uh, Palace game? Sunday lunchtime, yeah, twelve o'clock kickoffs. We haven't had too many of them this year. Yeah, we look forward to speaking to you then over uh, brunch, lunch, breakfast. Smashed scenario. avocado from Selhurst Park. <laughs> not, not exactly. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, run off into the weekend. Thank you for joining us, and uh, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.